Hey guys, it's Cress and Margaret with Beyond the Miles. We are so excited to be here today to talk about just marathon prepping a week out, just what you're thinking about, how nutrition looks. Um, and Cress is here and she's going to tell us a few mental tips to get us through for leading up to Napa. And I definitely have some questions for Margaret about nutrition and the taper because this is yeah the final week before napa which has been the first race i've done or marathon um since i guess 2019 and you know pre-pandemic um, margaret just crushed cim so we're like in completely different places in that regard so she just like did this all. So I think picking her brain about what worked for her nutrition will be super helpful for me and hopefully for all of you. So where should we start? Yeah, it's interesting because uh, with Cress and I were just talking about how we're coming at this from different angles because I'm literally going to copy my plan exactly for <laughs> CIM and try to do the exact same thing for Napa as far as the mental prep and the um, nutrition prep and just nutrition on the run and stuff. And it feels really good to have just done that. And I'm feeling really relaxed with this race with not really having a set goal and knowing that I have my goal race behind me, but um, she hasn't done all this marathon prep and traveling and traveling with carbs and all that in a couple of years. So, Oh, well, my last marathon yeah, was, was, in, San it was, here. It was yeah. in San Antonio. So, so yeah, we drove down. I mean, I guess, you know, I didn't spend the night before, you know, in my own bed, but it was much less prep than, yeah. than this is going to be. Well, and we did do an episode, which I encourage everyone to go listen to before I did CIM where Chris did kind of a pep talk before for leading up to my race. And I thought that was really helpful. I listened to it after we recorded <laughs> like three times before we raced. Um, but so this won't be exactly that, but she'll, you can just, I don't know, give us extra tips, I guess, kind of like an add on to that or anything else that you've thought of since you've been going through the process too right now. Do you want to start there? Sure. Sure. Because I hope that this episode is helpful for everyone listening because as much of all of this that we can get ironed out like now versus, you know, two days before is just going to make everything so much easier. You don't want to spend any extra mental energy on stressing about the details of everything. Right yeah. Before. So this was a question I was just asking her before we started recording, uh, I, or I was telling her that I was, I spent so much mental energy just preparing for CIM and everything went well, but it was a lot just constantly going through my head of like what I need to pack and am mm -hmm. I going to have a microwave at the hotel and um, just all the little things leading up to race day. So yeah, I think that like looking back, finding a way to kind of like decrease all the energy, right? The amount of energy that I spent doing that and just like the brain space that that took up 
if you have tips on that, that's that yeah. Cool. Well, I think as much as you can just knock out with the planning, like now, and um, like I. <laughs> This isn't like new information or anything, but like I'm a list maker and like I, I truly believe that if you write something down, it sticks and it just is more meaningful. So one task I have over this weekend is to like write down, you know, like all of the issues I need to prep for like, mm -hmm. um, okay, here, here's one. What am I going to wear? It could be like 35 degrees at the start of this race. And to me, that's like, if, if I wasn't racing, it would be tights for sure tights. But I don't know. So I am going to make sure I have like all the options yeah. available yeah, to me. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I've been thinking about that too. Mm -hmm. And to plan for that. And also not just to focus on what, what is the temperature going to be at the start, but what is it going to be at the end? And then throw away clothes and throw away clothes gloves and yeah, all that stuff. I will keep the gloves on mm -hmm. probably the whole time. So those things. And then nutrition is a big issue, especially staying in a hotel. And so how can I start to brainstorm like, well, what can I reasonably bring in my carry on? I really don't want to check a bag. And what would I be able to get pretty easily? There's a Whole Foods in Napa. So like, what should I just say? Don't worry about that and just get this. Yeah. So maybe you'll there. like have your grocery list ready before you go. Yeah. And see like, yeah, what makes more sense to bring I mean, it's also going to be like a fairly longish day traveling. Yeah. I mean, all the way to Oakland from Austin is not like, it's a few hours. Yeah. Yeah, that is long. Well, and then too, you just did a half marathon. So, and maybe we'll do an episode just on that, I guess. Oh, but yeah. Like, I guess the nutrition, <laughs> we talked about it, but like the nutrition is going to look different than for the half. And so you mm -hmm. kind of have a different, different ideas for what to take or what to eat before exactly Napa, but maybe we'll do an episode yeah yeah well um yeah i i did a half marathon and i shouldn't complain because like i i did fine but um she did great the experience but, horrible. but the experience was awful i like haven't puked in 10 years and i i got sick and i think it was a muffin that i ate the day before that um had something in it that didn't agree with me. So in any case, I am super fearful of that happening again, because that was a really terrible. And then they had like the fizzy noon drink um, on the course that, I mean, just the thought of noon from so many reasons right now. No offense. <laughs> like I love noon, like in so, so many different ways, but not, not the bubbly one good thing I think that came out of that race was the mental energy, like the mental push, the, the mental resilience that you gained there. Right? You gained like, so I mean, it yeah. was horrible, but yeah, if Margaret hadn't jumped in with me, I don't know that I would have even bothered with it. I might've just peeled off and just called it a day. Um, but yeah, no, um, with her, like we knocked it out and even made it as my, I had planned my 20 miler for that week. Um, 
And so, yeah, just remembering that, like, you can do hard things. Yeah. Like. So I also just in this conversation was just thinking about that um, you mentioned noon. And uh, so I encourage everyone before their goal races to see what's going to be served on um, on the course as far as hydration. And so we were looking this up for Napa and it's, it's like a mango, citrus mango noon and Cress is allergic to mango. I think it's like probably artificially flavored. So I don't think it would be a problem, but we're just going to play it extra safe and, yeah, and maybe not do that. But, um, but that, but that, that is something to think about like a week out. So it's really relevant in this conversation yeah so planning stuff like this so I had to order and try like what I was going to use so I found the little salt tabs mm-hmm. that I'll probably take instead of um Drinking instead of the noon, noon. um yeah, just... I also love like the Ultima mm-hmm. so and so I could carry... bring that and I could carry that for you know the first 10 miles and then toss yeah there's no calories in Ultima. And actually, sodium in Ultima is low. So I've got the tabs. So, but you have the tabs, yeah. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. But yeah, another reason to, <laughs> to have this planned out so it's not like race morning and you're, you're you know, wondering what to do. But the, I mean, I know those things agree with me. The salt tabs are super salty. You have to take them with water. Um, but I think I think they'll help. Well, and like you said, those things agree with you. So nothing new on race day. So ideally going into race week and especially the day or two days before nothing new those days either, which can be really, really tricky if you're traveling. Um, Mm -hmm. I think this is another reason why those refined carbs are really great. (laughs) Um, I'm not telling you to like eat those all the time. That's not part of your daily performance plate, but they tend to settle well, lower in fiber. You're not going to get sick. It makes me think of pregnancy, honestly, and that whole first Just trimester. Like those like saltines like, and jelly. Yes, like and... all you want, your body like doesn't want to eat anything except salty carbs. Like yeah, that's, that's your, that's your diet before your race for the two to yeah. three days before. And then you can totally like detox afterwards and like eat all your veggies and yeah. Well, and everything. I mean, I think you you'll crave them after if you if you carb loaded yeah. right. Like I know after CIM, oh, I couldn't look at like a white refined carb for like weeks after that. I still ate carbs. Don't get me wrong, but it was more like the sweet potatoes and like starchy carbs and well, whole so- grains and stuff. Yeah. And so here's a question just because as runners, most of us are pretty careful with like what we eat in terms of like wanting to eat like healthy food because you're probably fairly healthy if you're a runner, right? Yeah. Um, and runners don't like to gain weight. And so like what do you tell people who have a hard time with nutrition during the taper? Because it's like on the one hand, you need to eat like more than you eat typically. And on the other hand, you're like not running very much. Yeah, I think it's really tricky. Um, So I think for the beginning of the week where you're still running. So at least for us, our plan is like 
you know, Sunday through or Monday through Wednesday, we're still running, but it's, it's less mileage, like maybe four to five miles a day or four to six or whatever. I mean, yeah. everyone's plan's a little bit different, but on average, say you're running like five miles a day for those three days. Um, I think on those days, like if, if you want to go, so usually I would recommend during training to get at least six grams per kilogram of carbohydrates. Um, so obviously there's calculations here, but, um, those the few days before, I think when you're tapering, you can maybe go down to like five grams per kilogram of carbohydrates, but still eat like your normal, like proteins and fats and stuff like that. So maybe your calories, I mean, your calories should be about the same, but maybe they just slightly decrease because you're decreasing your carbs just a tad. Um, you're still wanting to get in plenty of carbs though. So don't hear me wrong. Um, but then starting like that Thursday before you go into like an all out carb load. So that this gets tricky because, uh, I get this question a lot. Like, do you want to increase just your carbs? Like, are you increasing your overall calories? And the answer is no, like you want to eat roughly. And I don't track just to like throw that out there. Like I, I'll track my grams of carbs and make sure I get enough. And then I will go above that number happily. Once I get to that number, I don't track anymore. And I'm like, okay, if I get extra, that's great. Um, you can't really overdo it. So, um, I mean, unless you're like making yourself sick, I guess never <laughs> say never, but, um, as long as I get in the minimum amount of carbs, I'm not tracking protein and fat. However, the idea is to just make your plate look different. So, you get in roughly the same amount of calories, but you're getting in like 80 to 90% of your calories from carbohydrates. And that, that percentage goes up more as you get closer to race day. So like starting three days out, maybe you're at 80% and then two days out, you're at like 85%. And then day before, um, or even, I mean, day one to two days before you're at like 90% of your calories are coming from carbohydrates. So that's the idea. So with that being said, I will say um, it, it's it, a lot of people struggle with feeling decent and myself included. So I think that personally, my calories do tend to go up just because I feel like I need more fat and protein in order to like feel like a decent human. To feel like the best. Yeah. So like yeah, I for can't sure. always have just that like 90%. So, so what I end up doing is like getting enough carbs, but then getting in a little bit extra calories, which is fine too. That's not going to hurt you. And it's just for a couple days. Um, but yeah, I mean, you want to be pairing your carbs with a little bit of like protein or fat. So if you're going to have a sandwich or something, maybe you put like a slice of cheese on it or a slice of lunch meat or a little bit of peanut butter you just are putting significantly less of the protein and fat on it than you would normally. So like normally if I'm eating a sandwich, I want to have like veggies on it and it to be like really big and bulky. And this is like your kid's boring sandwich, mm -hmm. you know, um, with like even less protein and fat than, than they would have. It's like just enough to like make you feel somewhat normal. So yeah, it's not like you're not getting any of that stuff. Um, does that answer your question? It does. And it also kind of like leads me to come sort of back full circle to the mental yes. aspects of all this. Yeah. And that 
remember your mindset. It does feel weird to eat a whole bunch of food and you're not even running that day. That is not what you normally do, which is why you only do this. And it's not really intuitive either, which I am like a big supporter of intuitive eating, but this is planned nutrition. This nutrition is primarily for performance. Yeah. This is performance nutrition. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Don't, don't get on a scale because carbs retain water and the number will go up. I was going to say that too. So just don't even worry about it. If you are carb loading correctly, then you will be a little bit heavier race day. So if you're feeling like a little bit heavier then that's normal. So for every gram of carb that you eat, you hold on to like three to four grams of water. So carbs are hydrating and you want that hydration. So you're eating carbs and you're drinking and you're getting in more sodium. So I also recommend salt loading um, with like supervision from a dietitian. Um, So the salt and carbs and water, you're going to retain water weight, which is what you want. But that's a good thing. Remember, like you are running a marathon and if you want to perform well and I mean, one goal I personally have for Napa is like, I want to feel good. Yeah. Like I want to, I mean, and I'm going to be tired, but I want to cross the finish line and like be able to like smile and be happy and not go behind a bush and throw up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're going to be good. Um, I mean, the last seven miles are always killer, but. I, yeah, no, it's not like, I mean, I it's going to be gonna hard. It's a marathon, but like. I just want, as you all try these new ways of preparing for your race to, you know, keep the positive mindset of like, you're doing all of this for your performance and, you know, you're going to be glad that you ate every bite of the carbs that you ate at mile 22. You will be like, thank God, like. I did this because I, my legs, like I'm still running. I still am surviving. I'm doing this. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can you give us before we, or this made me think of, I love the practical advice that you gave to like write down a list. Um, And I think we talked about this before my race, but can you give us like one or two, just like visual tips on, or, or advice on how to kind of tackle the mental stuff. I'm can be really visual. So if you have anything top of mind. Um, well, everyone seems to like my little balls of negative uh, yes. thoughts. And if you, just, you guys, but we've already discussed that. So I'm going to um, just say something that is sort of general and it will take y'all like kind of paying attention to like how you are mentally when you run, but you can either be in your head or out of your head. And there are definitely times when it's great to be in your head when you, you know, at least me, like I'll ask myself, like, you know, how, how's my form? Like that kind of mindful running, like checking in with yourself. Like, am I being efficient? Am I lifting my knees? Am I, you know, doing all those things? That's great when you feel good <laughs> mm-hmm. to be in your head like that. Um, you know, like, oh, listen to the sounds of my feet or whatever it is. At like mile, you know, 20, 
um, you'd probably don't want to be in your head because it's probably going to be a stressful place because you're starting to feel the effects of running a marathon. So I would encourage you to get out of your head and start focusing on what's coming up next. Is it a curve in the road? Mm-hmm. Is it a runner with like a bright shirt, but you can't quite read what the shirt says? But if you got a little closer, maybe you could like read that. Maybe there's a landmark. I mean, maybe you're running a, you know, urban marathon where there's like, oh, you see, you know, like Boston, like Chevron, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. or Sidco. sorry, <laughs> got that wrong. Um, so I think, you know, when you're running a really tough race, like a marathon, you want to like get out of your head some. And then the cool thing is, is like, you might have been having these super negative thoughts, but if you can just persevere to that next milestone that you've like noticed ahead of you, by the time you get to it, your body has probably moved on from whatever that discomfort is. You just need to remember that like your body is incredibly adaptive and strong and you have everything that you need to complete your goal. Yeah. How do you think, so do you think it helps with mental resilience if you feel like you've completely prepared nutritionally for, because that's like one thing that's like, okay, check to that. I've, yeah, your head can't spot, you can't spiral downhill if you know that you've like checked everything that you're in control of, you've checked off. Exactly. And I think, you know, nutrition is in your control. Mental strength is in your control. These are things you can't control. You know, you cannot control the weather that day. You cannot control like a delay on the course, like starting an hour late that that's happened in races. Um, So control what you can control. And at least then if something doesn't go right, the places you go mentally are limited. And it's always like for something like this healthier just for your overall mental health to not like blame yourself and turn on that inner critic. And so if you know, you've done everything, then the inner critic has to be a bit quieter because it's like not your fault. And yeah, you just do the best that you can. If, if, you know, there's something outside of your control that isn't working. Yeah. Yeah. That's really helpful. And for anyone who doesn't know we offer race week plans where Mm -hmm. you just on our website you just fill out uh, a little questionnaire it's really not that long and then uh, so this is perfect for people who don't have time to do one-on-one sessions they just want something really quick send me a meal plan i get that request all the time Uh, which generally i like to teach people how to eat and not tell them exactly what to eat but for race week that is different because it can be very specific. And so you kind of just give us like your food preferences and then Cress has some questions on there too. So she can really target what you might need as far as with like mental strength. And um, because I I think that's such a huge component more so with the marathon than the half marathon and shorter distances, just like getting through those last like, you need a plan. You need a plan. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, this was truly like, she was a tremendous help for me getting through CIM 
so anyway, I our I love our little race week plan that we offer where you get both the mental mm-hmm. resilience tips and then you get a nutrition plan for your three days leading up to your race. Like it will tell you like exactly what to eat, how many grams of carbs it is. Um, and I'll give you your calculations for how many grams of carbs you should be eating when you carb load specific food recommendations, um, so that you're not getting in too much fiber and that you're able to get in the carbs that you need to get in. Um, yeah, so I think it's, and then sodium recommendations, caffeine recommendations. So it's, it's a lot, it's a big puzzle to put together. And so if we can take that off of you and I think that helps too, like with the mental planning, what we were just saying, like if it's already planned out, then you don't have to waste brain space on that. And the thoughts, like, I mean, it's, (laughs) it's not the most pleasant thing, but it's super helpful to reflect on like where you go when your body and mind are stressed, like the last few miles of a marathon, because what you tell yourself and whether or not you feed those thoughts will make or break your race. I just had a really good thought. I feel like we should have Cress do a, um, a couple days of like meditation to do during the taper when you're not running. Yes. Cause we have two like Thursday and Friday next week. Like we're not not doing anything. I feel like if if we could spend, you know, even just 20 minutes, doing meditation like sleep in do a 20 minute meditation instead of the round i know that could be so good good. that's such a good idea and no like with our courses when you get like the combo mental strength nutrition you do get every module you get a meditation which we've gotten super positive feedback on too because i think as runners a lot of us don't stop to just no it's hard um, it's hard enough to make time just for the running. So I think that I love that idea, Margaret. Yeah, Let's sorry to it. throw that on you. No. On the air. You don't have to do it this week, but, but I totally you know. should. Cause it would like, that's why I always loved doing it. Like at the boys school and stuff is because like, then it would be okay. I'm doing like, yeah, I'm committed to like doing this with somebody. Yes. And so like, I'm going to make time for it because it's self care and, um, it's kind of can feel kind of luxurious and, I can feel guilty sometimes taking like 20 minutes, but but I know from all the research, it's so good. It's so good. This is what we're all about too. Like taking our training beyond the miles because it is so true that like, like you're only running, you're not that much when you look at, you know, your entire day. Yeah. When you look at your entire day, like you're, you're not running that much. So it's everything everything else. else that's playing into how you perform everything beyond the miles (laughs) (laughs) sorry we're super cheesy but it's so true like it was such a no-brainer like what to name this company because yeah 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 all right yeah sorry Chris I no I love it it's such such a good idea and let's do it it. I can't wait yeah let's do it um but that's all we have for now um always reach out if you have questions or comments but um yeah we'll probably be back with we'll, our yeah. race recaps we will be back with our race recaps so yeah. stay tuned yeah, and the meditations because those, those would drop pretty soon because yeah. we're like a week out <laughs> okay bye y'all bye Thank guys you.